temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here on C. BS Sports Radio. Happy Monday. Hope your week is getting off to a great start. If it's not, I'm going to be here for the next three hours. Hopefully I can get you out. It's early in the week. You got to get off on the good foot. Anyway, I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you so much to our super producer and host, Ryan Hickey. He's holding it down for us on the boards in New York City. And you... I just hope you're well. I hope you're safe. I hope you're good. Hope your families are good. And if not, I said I'm here. Hit me up. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. This show, the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio, it gets going every single weekday starting at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. So whether you're on the East Coast, the West Coast, in the South, the Midwest, The mountain states, the desert, the northwest, Canada, damn it, Mexico, Hawaii, Alaska, Europe, wherever you're at, thank you for listening. Always on a free Odyssey app, your local affiliate, Sirius XM Channel 158, a smart speaker, and CBSSportsRadio.com. Thank you for tuning in. Me, I'm online as well. I'm on the internet all over the place. I am at JR Sport Brief. I am not just a guy on the internet. I got my whole career started as a, I don't know what you call me, a sports broadcaster, you know, on the Internet. Still sounds weird to say sports broadcaster. I I literally still feel like a guy just walks into the studio, talks about sports and then leaves. And then tries to do stuff for Special Olympics and tries to do other stuff. But, yeah, it's it's fun. I I ain't got no complaints. I'm not like the Lions fans who probably have uh, some complaints about their head coach being a little too aggressive. It's like Dan Campbell looks at a fourth down. Dan Campbell coaches like a guy who doesn't know whether or not he needs to use a chainsaw or a scalpel. Sometimes you gotta you gotta take it take it slow. And I can use other examples, but I think some of my other analogies would probably get me kicked off of the radio. But sometimes you got to know when to, uh, you know, uh, apply some pressure, be aggressive. And other times you got to know when to take it easy. Dan Campbell has no idea what the hell he's doing. Anyway, they are in this position. They were in this position because of him. I just wish that he would just just chill out sometimes. Just take it easy. You got to understand the situation. I didn't have to be a coach in the NFL to understand that. 
Anyway, in about eh, 18 minutes from now, 15, 18 minutes or so, we're going to have a conversation with someone who was a coach in the NFL. Herman Edwards is going to come through and join us here on CBS Sports Radio. We know about his time coaching in the NFL, having coached in college, having played in the league. And so we'll talk about the Super Bowl and whatnot, but we're really going to dive into some of the coaching decisions and choices made by Dan Campbell. Herm Edwards joining us in the next break. And speaking of decisions, yesterday we got kicked off before we even got to the Detroit Lions and the San Francisco 49ers. The first game to get us all set up and ready It was the Ravens. It was the Chiefs. I stood here because in the studio I stand up. I like to stand. It's good for my health. I stood here on Friday and I talked about how I just I changed my mind every moment, every second that I figured that this game was going to be a toss up, that you looked at the Baltimore Ravens, an excellent offense, an excellent defense. You looked at the Chiefs, uh, an improving offense. Let's call it that as the season has gone on and an improving defense over the years. I mean, because you typically think about the Kansas City Chiefs and you go, man, spectacular offense, middle-of-the-road defense, not dominant. Well, this year, dominant. This year, their offense, the Kansas City Chiefs, their offense had to pick things up. I mean, they had to deal with drops earlier on in the season. I mean, even before yesterday's game, Kadarius Toney is online saying, I'm not really hurt. Today, Andy Reid had to come out and say, man, I ain't lying to y'all. Of course this guy is hurt. So despite all of the nonsense and, you know, moving Justin Tucker's tee and what have you, the Kansas City Chiefs, they ended up winning the game. And the reason that I said that I thought that they would win, even though I waffled back and forth, is just Patrick Mahomes. That's it. And we saw it yesterday as he started the game off by completing 11 consecutive passes. Travis Kelsey has been able to pick it up here towards the end of the season. And so the Kansas City Chiefs basically put their foots down early, scoring on the first two possessions. And after that, it was, hey, we, the Baltimore Ravens, have to play catch-up. The whole idea about running it on the ground, we know what happens. When you get down, you start to throw the ball. I mean, towards the end of the game, we saw Lamar Jackson, you know, throwing into triple coverage. We did see some penalties. Uh, We saw uh, Zay Flowers, who had an amazing play. He also puts himself in a bad position with a taunting penalty. He's losing the ball at the goal line, fumbling it. it. Things just completely fell apart for the Ravens as they were behind. And this is what happens when you have experience. Look, the Kansas City Chiefs, were in control, and now they're going to their fourth Super Bowl in five years. And the Ravens, despite Lamar Jackson getting ready to win another MVP, Lamar Jackson is now 2-4 and as a starter in the postseason. People are throwing up memes of Joel Embiid. People are talking about how he is the, the James Harden of the NFL, someone who can do damage and win MVPs in the regular season. But when it comes down to winning in the big time, winning in the postseason, he falls flat. And yesterday, I will tell you this, it wasn't all Lamar Jackson's fault. Lamar finished passing for 272 yards. He had a touchdown. There were other times where he was kind of 
you know, pushed back from the line of scrimmage. There were other times where he had some of those amazing rushing plays that we are certainly used to seeing. Uh, Lamar Jackson, all things considered, this complete game was a bummer. He had 54 yards on the ground, but they could not play catch-up because Patrick Mahomes taking a lead and then holding the lead, good luck. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. Matter of fact, Coach Harbaugh, John, the one from Baltimore, John, this is what he had to say to Lamar after the game. I told him to stand up tall. You know, he's had a great season. He, he, his performance today was all heart. He fought. He went out there and gave it everything he had, so I don't think that's anything that I'd be disappointed in. Yeah, we, we saw Odell Beckham Jr. also going over to, to lend a, a hand on the shoulder, some words of encouragement to Lamar Jackson. You know, Odell Beckham Jr. certainly going through his injuries uh, multiple times, torn ACLs, and he did win a Super Bowl with the Rams, did tear his ACL uh, in that game, and so he went over to try to offer some words of encouragement to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, he spoke as well, and he said, hey, at the end of the day, we just we made too many damn mistakes. Can't turn the ball over, you know, farm boy interception, stuff like that. They gave them the opportunity to, you know, put points on the board and win the game. We, we get in that red zone. It's been, our, it's been our touchdown all season, you know. We just got to finish, and we didn't do a good job on finish. No, they, they didn't. They did not. In the defense, man, they, they were, A, playing from behind. B, they were forced to throw the football. And the Chiefs, their defense is much improved than what they've been over the past few seasons without a shadow. Of a doubt. And coming or playing from behind is one of the reasons the Ravens, who led the whole world in rushing yards, it seems like every year the Ravens are at the top when it comes to rushing the ball, especially if Lamar is healthy. John Harbaugh had an answer. Why the hell did you only have 16 rushing attempts? 16 rushing attempts is definitely not what you guys normally do. It was kind of that kind of a game, I'd say. You know, that's the way it worked out, the game, kind of the way the game went. It, it is. It's simple. I don't want to call it simple math. I don't, I don't want to go too far here. But in most cases, when a team is behind, they throw the ball to catch up. They try to eat away yardage. They don't want to run the ball for a few yards and then run the clock. You want to get up points on the board as soon as possible and, and do it in less time. You want to elongate the game because you want a chance to score. Well, damn it, that's why they had to throw the ball. I mean, Lamar Jackson has games where he only throws the rock 17 times and they win. Today, yesterday, excuse me, he had to throw the ball 37 times. That doesn't appear to be a success, a formula for success for the Ravens. And in their defense, held them at bay. Lamar Jackson said, the defense whooped our ass. Sometimes, you know, they have lanes. We got uh, intermediate routes, and they jump in. Can't just throw the ball and get it, try to make them trip the passes. So I'm trying to make something happen, but they did a great job. Yeah, well, Lamar thinks that they, they did a great job. Well, what does his coach say? This is what Coach John Harbaugh had to say about the Chiefs and their defense. Well, what about it, Coach, huh? No, oh. oh, they, they didn't do any, well, 
what else is what else is he supposed to say? Right? He could have said they played amazing, they played outstanding. He said no, they just played the normal game. So maybe he doesn't agree with Lamar Jackson, but I, I know this much. Good luck getting back here. We have now moved into the uh, well. I can't say moved. We have been in the Patrick Mahomes era, and it's been looked upon over the past several just months and in several years to say, who else is going to step up and play in the same playground? I mean, we've seen Josh Allen try. It doesn't work. Three out of the past four years, Josh Allen is getting the boot from Patrick Mahomes. Here we have the Baltimore Ravens getting their chance, getting their opportunity. They have been given the boot. Who knows if if the Ravens are going to be back? We certainly know that you, you play up in the AFC North. It's, it's tough. Steelers, tough, even though they need a quarterback. The Browns still hoping that things work out with Deshaun Watson. You still have to go out there and compete with the Cincinnati Bengals. Hopefully Joe Burrow comes back and can play a complete season. The AFC North is typically always one of the most difficult divisions in all of football. And so even if we can expect For the Baltimore Ravens to have another season, A, Lamar Jackson would have to be healthy, right? Has to stay healthy throughout the entire year. And then B, there's still no guarantee if he's healthy that they're going to go back to an AFC championship game. You know, I've been asking and looking for a new era in football for years now. I've been waiting to get rid of the old guard. And so now we know Patrick Mahomes is at the top of the totem pole He's the big dog in the yard, and he got the big bone, and ain't nobody else taking it away from him. I mean, his postseason numbers as an overall, given his age, are absolutely ridiculous. For Patrick Mahomes to go into the playoffs and already have a record of 14-3, and almost 4,800 passing yards, 39 touchdowns, to seven interceptions. This is the playoffs. And if you want to equate it to an entire season, given the current 17-game slate, this is an entire season. And this is not just against bum teams. This is against the best competition. Patrick Mahomes has basically played an entire season of football worth of postseason games. And I'm going to say this again. Patrick Mahomes is 14-3. and three. He has passed for 4,800 yards. He has 39 touchdowns and seven interceptions. This is against playoff competition. This is against the best of the best. Patrick Mahomes, he could retire tomorrow. Patrick Mahomes is already one of the best quarterbacks that we have ever seen on a field. Patrick Mahomes spoke after the game, of course, and he said, listen, I don't care how many times I go to the Super Bowl. This is the fourth time in five years. Patrick Mahomes says it's still very special. You never know how many you're going to get to um, if you're, or if you're going to get to any. Um, and so it truly is special. Um just to do it with these guys after what we've been through all season long, guys coming together, um, it really is special. But uh, I, I told them, I mean, the job's not done. I mean, our job now is to prepare ourselves to play a good football team in the Super Bowl and try to get that ring. Job's not done. Job's not done. I remember a, a Kobe Bryant guy, God bless him, 
sitting there on a podium being asked about taking on the South. He's like, listen, just job's not done. Well, what am I supposed to be happy about? I'm supposed to be thrilled with the position of it. The job is not done. If Patrick Mahomes goes into Vegas and wins another Super Bowl, his third Super Bowl, I don't give a damn if he reaches seven. He may not. It's unlikely that he reaches seven to tie Tom Brady. The numbers that he might put up in his own way, hey, greatness comes in different forms. It certainly does. And Patrick Mahomes is paving that way. We're going to have plenty of time to talk about Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, you know, screwing this one up, falling flat again. A Lamar Jackson with a postseason record of two and four. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, we do got to talk about someone. I don't know if he's getting a break in Detroit. It's Dan Campbell. Herman Edwards is going to join us. Former NFL player, coach, NFL analyst. We're going to hear what a coach has to say about Dan Campbell, his aggressiveness. We'll obviously talk about some of these other games, the AFC Championship game, as well as the upcoming Super Bowl. Herman Edwards joining us on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on TuneIn. go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available h-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Championship Sunday is a wrap. The 49ers eliminate the Lions. We got the Ravens falling to the Kansas City Chiefs. We got a rematch from a few years ago, and we got two weeks to talk about that game. We still have time to talk about the championship games, especially some of the controversial decisions and plays that were made. So joining us on the line right now is someone who has experience in the NFL, not only as a player, but as a scout and the head coach, whether it be with the New York Jets, the Kansas City Chiefs, even on the college level uh, with the Sun Devils, we're being joined by Herman Edwards, Coach, thank you for taking the time to hop on. Oh, pleasure's all mine. Thank you. 
No doubt about it. I guess the, the, the first question is to get your thoughts uh, on Dan Campbell. Do you believe he was a little too aggressive and, you know, going forward on fourth down twice yesterday instead of at least trying to, you know, kick the ball through the uprights? I believe he stayed true to his core uh, of what type of coach he is. Um, because I think when you're in that situation, obviously uh, your players um, understand, you know, in, in situational football um, this whole season – uh, he didn't rely a lot on his kicker. Now, and when you think about the Lions kicker, how many kicks did he make over 45 yards? I, I don't know because he didn't do it a lot. So I don't know if he doesn't trust his kicker or that's just his mindset. He's going to be aggressive. And that's fine and dandy, but, but I think when, when you sit there and have to make that decision, especially in games, um, you have to ask yourself this. If it doesn't work, Am I, am, am I giving the other team momentum? And that's big in football. Momentum is very, very big. And you can't, can't correlate it, but, but players know it. Coaches know it. Momentum of a football game is important. And when you give another team momentum because of the decision you might have made, in which the decisions you've made are basically you're trusting your players to carry it out. And that's the core of it all. You know, I've said it all my whole life, and I've been on both sides of it as a player and as a coach. You can make a bunch of decisions, but you have no control of what those players are going to do when you make that decision. Herman Edwards is joining us, the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, their, their kicker, Michael Badgley, coach, uh, he did not take a kick over 50 yards this past season, and he only took one kick over 40 yards, and he, he went out there and he nailed that one. Well, there, there you have it. I mean, that, you know, I, look, I, look I, all I know is the team they're playing against, the 49ers, that kicker missed some kicks. So, you know, we can wrestle with this, and, and you can be on either side you want. Uh, I thought it was a, a game where when you think about the Lions, uh, I think more than the kicks, what was puzzling to me is this is until the team stops what you're doing, don't stop doing it. The 49ers never stopped the Detroit Lions from running the football. And for some reason, they just they stopped doing it. And, and to, me, that was the big, to me, that was the big turning point in the game. Make them stop you from running the ball. They never, they, they never got close to, to, to the crack toss. They were cracking those ends with those wide receivers, and they were running around and making six yards a game. And why they got away from it, I don't know. But, you know, Dan Campbell's done a fabulous job with the football team. It was a fun game to watch. Um, and this is, that's, you know, that's football. I've been in those games. I've played in those type of games. I've coached in those type of games. It's hard losing a game that, like that because it's the finality of it all. And maybe the tougher one to lose beside the championship game is when you lose the Super Bowl. And I've been on that bad side of it, lost one. Coach Sherman Edwards is here with us, the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to get back to the lines, but you talk about running the football. It seems that on the AFC Championship side, uh, we saw the Ravens uh, playing from behind with the Chiefs scoring right out of the gate early twice. Uh, the Ravens didn't get a chance to, to do what they planned on getting into. Lamar Jackson having to throw the ball 37 times now has a postseason record of 2-4. Of and four. What do you think is missing, if anything, from the Ravens to kind of get them over that hump in the postseason? They never ran their offense. 
They, 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 they never attempted to run the football. When, when, <laughs> are you kidding me? They, they, never, they, they never attempted to run the football. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs ran the ball 32 times. The Baltimore Ravens ran it 16 times. This game was not out of reach. This was a 17-10 to 10 game. The, the, the offense never got going. Why? Because they never ran the ball in the beginning of the game. It was kind of like, okay, they made a couple runs, and then after that they just they, they went back, dropped back passing. Look, Lamar Jackson is not a drop-back quarterback. He doesn't play from the pocket. That's not his strength. His strength is get him in the running game, get the flow of the game going so he can set up with his legs, play-action pass, move the pocket. That's what they did all year. This is why he's the MVP. But that wasn't the case. They never got to the running game. Are you kidding me? The Kansas City Chiefs ran the ball more than, than the Baltimore Ravens. Let me ask you this, Coach. Do you, pick, do you put that at the hands of Munkin, the offensive coordinator, or you put that at Lamar? Why do you think that was the case? Who, who deserves Lamar the, the call, Who's that Lamar doesn't call the plays. And I'm not putting it on the coach either. I'm just saying they never got to it. Why? I don't know. That's the question you have to ask that coach. I didn't formulate the game plan. I, I wasn't involved in, in the game plan. But all I know is this. This was the number one running team in the National Football League. With Lamar Jackson being a part of it. And it never came to fruition for some reason. And, and you know, I, I don't know. Herman Edwards is here with us, former coach, former player, analyst now as well on, on ESPN here on CBS Sports Radio, when you look towards the future, and we know Patrick Mahomes is sitting at the the, the top of the totem pole now, going to another Super Bowl, who is the closest, in your opinion, from the the quarterbacks and knocking him off in the AFC? He's knocking off Josh Allen. He's knocking off Lamar Jackson. Who's the closest, if anybody? Well, until somebody beats him, nobody. He he, he sits in a position that – that all these quarterbacks are are, are are hoping to get to, because right now, I mean, he, he you know he's chasing history. He, he he's chasing Tom Brady and Joe Montana, guys that have gone on these Super Bowl runs. I mean, he he's he's just chasing history. I mean, the guy doesn't lose in playoff games. I mean, the big deal this year was that he never played a playoff game on the road. Well, he he checked that box. He won two of them. So, I mean, it doesn't matter to him. You know, this guy is, is, is different. And we're, we're watching history in front of us unfold, no different than when we watched Tom Brady, Captain America, and what he did for almost a decade. And what we watched before that, it was Joe Montana and the San Francisco 49ers, what they were able to do on their run. Now the Kansas City Chiefs are the team that's making this run. Herman Edwards is here with us, the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. Opposing him in the Super Bowl on February 11th is, is Brock Purdy. For the life of me, I mean, even after some of the plays that he made yesterday, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out where, where some of the criticism comes in for Purdy, especially for where he was drafted. When you watch Brock Purdy, what is your evaluation of him and what he does out there on the field? He's a, he's a fantastic quarterback. I, I recruited him out of high school. It didn't surprise me what he did yesterday when he took off running. I mean, if you watched him in high school and you watched him in college, he could do that. In the 49ers offense, he's not asked to do that. 
But when the but the last two games that he's played in the playoff competition, um, he's a guy that's been able to do that. He did it against the Green Bay Packers and brought him back. Uh, you know, when when they had a deficit and everybody was saying this is an offense that you know he plays in that they always want to play with a lead. That is true. But in the fourth quarter, when he needed to make plays, he did that against the Green Bay Packers. In this game, um, unbeknownst, he got off script. And it shocked the Detroit Lions. They weren't prepared for that. They thought he's going to stay in the pocket, and if we just keep him in the pocket and they play from behind, you know, this is what he's got to do. And lo and behold, that's not what he did. He left the pocket, made plays, got off script, threw the ball, um, you know, when he was on the run. And so – you know, it's funny because sometimes you're labeled according to how you get drafted. And it's like, you know, he's Mr. Irrelevant. He gets drafted in the round. He gets drafted in. And people assume, well, then that's what he is. Well, and pro football is a great it's, – it's a great – it's a great indicator of when you become a professional football player, you write your own script. It's not when you get drafted or how you got drafted. I've seen a lot of guys get drafted in the first round, and they don't play up to that first-round billy. You see some players that are free agents and become Hall of Famers. Uh, he's Mr. Irrelevant. And they think, well, he's Mr. Irrelevant, well, then he's, just a ma- you know, he's, he's one of those quarterbacks to manage the game. No, he's a winning quarterback. And when the lights are bright, he doesn't run to the shade. He runs to the spotlight. It makes plays. That's what he does. Head coach Herman Edwards is here with us, the JR Sport Review Show on CBS Sports Radio. Any early thoughts on what we're going to see between this, this record-breaking quarterback and Patrick Mahomes and Purdy in the Super Bowl out in Vegas? Well, you got a first-rounder round, first in, in a Hall of Famer in, <laughs> in Patrick Mahomes, the guy that's going to break a lot of records. And you got this guy, Brock Purdy, that everybody wants to say, well, he's, you know, he's the manager of the game. And... Um, I think you're at the end of the day, these are the two teams uh, that are left standing. Um, and Brock Purdy last year got hurt in the championship game, uh, you know, and that knocked him out. Uh, now he's going to a Super Bowl, his first Super Bowl. I, I think we just need to sit back and, and watch how this thing unfolds. I, I think it'll be a great game. Yeah, final question for you, Coach. Even amongst the game, this there's already been a lot of talk. There will continue to be talk about a lot of the openings and how – College football is changing. You've coached on, on every level. And any thoughts on, on some of the coordinators becoming coaches and Belichick, you know, not having a job right now? I don't know if we'll see him again. What, are you, what is your thoughts on how just coaching continues to change? Well, I think, you know, I, I don't know about Bill. I think Bill will be back as a head coach, maybe, maybe not this season, but uh, next year. I think he'll have another opportunity to uh, break the record. Um, you know, it, 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 it's just the, the coaching carousel uh, never changes. There's always some surprises. Um, it's going to a lot of younger guys uh, in the coaching profession. I mean, that's what a lot of these owners are looking for. Um, a lot of these jobs go to offensive guys and the fact that if you've touched the quarterback, either as a quarterback coach or an offensive coordinator, um, those guys are, are kind of a hot commodity right now. But it, you know, it's an it it it, it it it's just that's what it is. I mean, it, and you understand it um, when you get an opportunity, you make the best of it. You know, and and that's what these guys do. And I, I think any guy that gets a job, he deserves it. He earned it. Um, and then, you know, you got to go win. 
and you have a short window in today's world in the NFL. It's not a five-year window. It's probably a two-and-a-half, three-year window of can you turn a team around, uh, and if you don't turn it around in time, obviously uh, they'll look for somebody else. And final question for you, Coach. Given all the emphasis, as you just mentioned, on offense, we know you made your bones on defense when you played. How have you taken towards just watching and, and, and taking in the game, knowing that so many of the rules have skewed towards offense? How do you feel about it as a product, just as a, a fan and even someone who played? Well, I think as a product, you understand that it's a scoring league. People want to see scoring. But at the end of the day, look at the teams that are in the playoffs. Look at the two teams that are in the Super Bowl. Okay? they got good offenses, but guess what? Kansas City has a top-five defense, and so do the 49ers. So at the end, you still have to make stops, right? You still got to make stops. And, and, and those teams, the Baltimore Ravens, an outstanding defense. The Detroit Lions, that, that's their Achilles heel right now, right? They, they got to work on that. I and mean, then they become one of those teams. So I just think somewhere along the line, you've got to be able to make some stops. I can appreciate it. Well, Coach, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Where can people follow you and all your, your, your thoughts, ideas? We see you on TV. Where can people keep up? Just, listen to the radio. I'm on ESPN. I'm good. All right. Thank you so <laughs> That's much. good enough. Thank Coach you, Sherman Edwards, thank you so much. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. That, Herman Edwards, 10-year career in the NFL, head coach of the Jets, coach the Chiefs, a more recently head coach at, at Arizona State. And as he mentioned, as I stood here in the studio, uh, Coach Herman Edwards, he, he was on ESPN not too long before he joined us here on the radio. So thank you so much for the time. An interesting perspective when it comes down to, to the coaches. He's 100% correct. A lot of these OCs get picked up, they get picked off, and we're probably and likely going to see that with Ben Johnson uh, from the Detroit Lions. I know he recently had an interview with the Seattle Seahawks, and that will be you know, next up on the agenda. You know, Coach, he, he said Dan Campbell stayed true to himself as always being aggressive. I think he could have made a, a slight change, especially when the, the cards were out there on the table and maybe something different would have got him to the Super Bowl. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. The phone lines are open. I'll get to your calls. And speaking of coaches, yeah, we didn't just see one Harbaugh yesterday. Unfortunately, John lost his game. Jim, he was there supporting, and Jim talked about his future, upcoming future, with the Chargers. We're going to hear from Jim. I'll get to your calls. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. A day after the AFC and NFC championship game, we had to bring on a coach to talk about it. Thank you so much to Herman Edwards, ESPN analyst, former coach in the NFL, Chiefs, the Jets, uh, more recently the Arizona uh, State Sun Devils. Thank you so much, Herman Edwards, 
uh, for joining us. If you missed the interview, you can always go ahead and hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Thank you again to Herman Edwards for joining us. And, you know, the last question that that or this conversation that we had or topic was about coaching and the changes of coaching. He believes that Bill Belichick will probably take a year off and be back to, to break Don Shula's record. And then he said, yes, as we all know, that there is so much in coaching geared towards the offense right now, being able to throw the rock all over the, the field and you still got to have a good defense. And speaking of running the football and throwing it too much, we, we did see that yesterday uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. They threw the ball just all over the place and it didn't result in a win as we know the Kansas City Chiefs are going to the postseason. Herman Edwards was shocked that they, they ain't run the ball and uh, they were behind. And I certainly think that they completely got away from what they planned. But someone who was in attendance supporting his brother John was Jim Harbaugh, who we know is the new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. This was his first time speaking publicly since taking the job. Uh, I know we got a press conference that will be coming up, and he'll get asked a lot of the similar questions. I guess the first one, Jim Harbaugh was asked, hey, why the hell did you leave Michigan and a national championship to come back to the NFL? It was tough. Uh, I was torn. My wife, kids, uh, I love Michigan, but I love the NFL too. And uh, there's no Lombardi trophy in, in college football. And yeah, I got so many sands left in the hourglass and I want, I want to take a crack at that. And there's, there's uh, nowhere better to do it than with the Los Angeles Chargers, Susie Spanos, Dean Spanos, Ed McGuire, John Spanos, uh, and, this, and this great quarterback. I know they're, they're writing his checks. That's got to be the only reason that somebody would even dare go ahead and, and thank the Spanos family. He's a, it's a family that they just all sue each other. But, hey, they're paying him, and so he's going to kiss that ass. I'll go ahead. Go ahead and get your money. Anyway, we got to think about the players that he's actually going to coach, right? Well, you just got there. You just signed a deal. Have you spoken and met any of your players? I don't know, like the quarterback who you're probably going to tell the Slow down on throwing it. Justin Herbert, what about that, coach? I have, and uh, I met him. And Der- Derwin James, I mean, pros, pros, these guys. Keenan Allen. But uh, I was a little starstruck. Hey, hey. So, so, Justin. So. Oh, oh. I wonder if uh, Justin Herbert was starstruck meeting him. And that interview took place on uh, CBS, you know, as, as the game was, was not going on, obviously. But it took place on the set there, so they got a little bit of an exclusive. I wonder if Justin Herbert is going to be a fan of Jim Harbaugh, either because he's dialing back the amount of times that he throws the ball, or I think he's really going to be a fan if they can go out there and pick up some, some wins and W's without him being asked to throw the ball all the damn time. Uh, we're going to find out sooner than later. Rome wasn't built in a day. And so let's see what Jim Harbaugh does with these chargers of Los Angeles. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. At the top of the hour, we touched on this with, with Coach Herm. Uh, Brock Purdy doesn't get the love, doesn't get the respect. I, I don't know why. Uh, one of our callers is, uh, hit us up early and is just like, oh, yeah, well, you know, people don't appreciate him. I've been watching Herman Edwards says he tried to get him out of high school. Let's get to your phone calls. 855-212-4CBS. Jimmy. He's here from Myrtle Beach. Hey, Jimmy, you're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. 
Hey, JR. How are you tonight? I'm Listen, excellent, I hear man. How are you? talking about bad calls by oh, the damn. coach. Damn. And I'm sorry, Jimmy. You asked me how I was doing. I answered you. You had no interest. No, that's not true, brother. How you doing? Okay. Um, listen, okay. right. what happened to, the, to all those penalties that didn't get looked at today? All those personal fouls for 15 yards apiece, that cost the game more than the bad coaching calls. You, you think so? Well, the- you, can't, you, you can't give Patrick Mahomes that many chances. When you got him stopped and you get a personal foul, 15 yards, Oh, you're talking. Oh, I thought game. you were talking about the uh, the Lions game. I was like, "What penalties?" You're talking about the taunting penalties and, and what have you by the Ravens. Well, I'm um, Hickey. Was he? What, what games was he watching? Do you do you do you know? I don't. I'm confused. Uh, he confused me as well. Um, calling in and talking about the Lions and seemingly did a 180 to the to the Ravens, and then I guess just hung up. Well, I don't know what he was um, He may confuse himself there. I was confused from the get-go. He said, hey, JR, how are you? And I answered him, and he didn't even he didn't even let me answer. Didn't care. You could have said, I'm dying. He would have just went right <laughs> into the point. Yeah, he, I, I'm saying. And, he, and then I caught him on He's just like, no, JR, I do care. No, you don't. And I get it. If people ask you how you're doing all the time. Nobody cares how you're doing. But I do. Like this guy. We're going to talk to this man from Arkansas, Kingfish. You're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Re Show. What's up, Kingfish? Yeah, hey, JR. Uh, I'm not confused about what I saw. It was very uh, perplexing that Mahomes played one exceptional quarter of football. That was it. I gave him an A plus for the first quarter. The rest of the game, that was it. He didn't do anything. The Baltimore defense did great. I'm confused about uh, who the Baltimore Ravens are. I'm not a fan of either, but it was a, it was a terrible game. Like, where was the run game, as Coach Edwards said? They never did establish it, never did try for it. And then right before halftime, Baltimore had the ball with two minutes to go, with down by 14 to 7 by 7. And I'm thinking they've got to get out of halftime and not give the ball back to Kansas City. You cannot punt this ball. They ran for six or seven yards, threw the ball two more times, punted. Kansas City came down, scored a field goal. What are they thinking? It's like a heavyweight fight. They're, they're about to get knocked out. They should have just been going to the – halftime either down by seven or maybe get lucky and get a field goal they should have been running the ball and then as far as it got earlier about the penalties they should have instructed their players that they've got rest there they have no problem calling penalties against the home team they've got to be playing clean football do not even appear to be you know don't get out of line and be doing anything stupid because the refs are going to call it against the ravens It's, it's the uh taylor bowl game you know and so i just felt like I was disappointed, quite honestly. I, I, I don't know what to make of Lamar. I, I really thought that this I, that would be a better game. I, yeah, I, I think we all expected that. I thought that, yeah. and, and granted, the, the game was only decided by one score. We basically saw almost all of the offense uh, in the first half. But when it comes to abandoning the run or not even establishing the run, I, I know it sounds so, so simple. I think they were shook. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs wasted no time in putting points up on the board, and I think the Ravens immediately having to come from behind, I think that put them into – it made them, I don't want to say abandoned ship, but they, they went away from what got them to the dance, and they didn't run. I mean, 37 times for Lamar Jackson to throw a football, uh, it, that, that's, that's a hell of a lot. And thank you, Kingfish, for calling from Arkansas. That's something that's, I don't want to say, going to have to be figured out. 
I've seen a lot of the criticism for uh, Munkin, the offensive coordinator, has been all over social media. You know, why were we doing this? It's a good question. And I think they really tried to show off that Lamar Jackson is an improved passer. It just wasn't good enough, not good enough yesterday. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. When I come back from break, I'm going to get some more of your calls, and we're going to talk about a guy who is going to the Super Bowl. He's not winning MVP. It's Brock Purdy. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 